Don't ever go with the flow. Be the flow. And I don't need no middleman to talk but to my middle. I understand if you don't understand. That's where we differ. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, once again, yes, yes. We in the building. Welcome to the We Different Podcast, episode number three. Trace. Episode number three, we're going 52 weeks straight. And to prove my dedication, I am extremely under the weather. So today's podcast is sponsored by Houston uh, X. <laughs> Fuck out of here. And this, and this coffee <clears throat> mug that my mama got me a few years back. Yeah, I feel like shit. Um, t- All right, run it back. I'm here with my lovely, amazing, beautiful co-host, A. Did I say that earlier? No. No? All right. Well, here she is right here. She's beautiful. Look at her right there. <laughs> how, was your, um, how was your weekend? Your, your, your everything? Um, my weekend was cool. I was invited to some last-minute birthday plans, so I had to travel to Jersey. But other than that, you know, just... It was cool. How was your weekend? That's super late. You super mellow. I can barely see your vocals. I'm hoping they picking up. It's been it's been chill. Outside of being sick, um, everything's been going amazing. Well, you weren't sick this weekend, so. I, yeah, I, I I didn't know I was sick, but I was sick. I just felt like this that feeling. I want to do shit. I didn't <clears> feel like that. But um, yeah. So, speaking of being sick, uh, I I just want to uh. Talk about COVID real quick. Just a quick second. Um, y'all be safe out there because this shit is spiking back up. Uh, you know, um, younger people. I know sometimes we get a little reckless and we just be out here, but don't be out and around all these people and bringing this shit back to your family members, your older family members, or family members who might not have as strong as immune systems as y'all. Um, once again, this shit is spiking back up. Uh, I think the panic is over, so I think it could be worse this time because we not panicking. Like right now, we, we before we thought that shit would turn you into a zombie if you go outside. You know what I'm saying? So now it's like we don't really care too much about it. So I think it could be a, a, a lot more dangerous this time around. All right, let's get right into the podcast because I don't want to uh, stress this thing out for an hour because, like I said, I am a bit under the weather. So we're gonna try to keep it around a half an hour. Yes. You think we can do that? <clears throat> Let's get into the topics. All, All right. right. So, like a few, you know, me, a few weeks ago, Shells and I, we were talking about um, that conversation that every person has within a relationship. Mm-hmm. You know, um, if I make it, like I'm coming back for you, like I'm gonna come back for you, or like I'm gonna definitely break you off. And honestly, I think. Have you told every woman that? Like, I think no, I every every woman that help. No, no, not no. not. I'm not saying every woman you've been in a relationship with. No. Really? Yeah. No. No. Fuck no. I've been told that for like everybody. Yeah. Yeah. yeah no. I, don't, I, th- I, don't I thought think... that was a thing that everybody just says. Mm-mm. Nah. Cause you got. I feel like sometimes you got mean that shit. And you, you know, I don't think anybody capable of of those type of like or deserving i want to say of of that type of uh thing i'm not speaking about handouts i'm just speaking in general somebody blow up and your ex might look for you to 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 do something for them Mm -hmm. yeah so that led to other talks about um 
what we would and wouldn't do for family members, for friends, for ex, whoever, or whatever. Um, and other talks where, you know, you give handouts if you come up on some money and then you go broke again and or whatever. So how do you feel about this? How would you handle if you come up on some real money? What are you doing for people? How will you right. express to them? All right, I'm going to break it down. I'm going to break this down into two different things because I think my mindset has changed. So early in the journey where it's like, okay, you know, you're younger and you, 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 you doing something that can make you a, a, a lot of money and put your whole family in a different position. I think from that mindset, before you get to see anything, my mindset was I'm going to get rich and I'm going to buy my brother uh, a porch and want to buy my best friend a porch and want to buy my dad, my mom a house and we'll get my aunts and my uncles, you know, I'm going to set them up with new cars and all that stuff. Okay. That, 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 that was earlier. Now, um, I think after realizing the blood, sweat, and tears that it take into chasing something and becoming successful, successful in your own right, um, I don't, I don't see it like that anymore. Now, I will put my mom and my dad will always be able to get anything. I will say that those are just about the only people that I think can have anything from me without having to work for it. I think everybody else in my life will be put in a position to win. So if if I got a homie that wanna uh that love cooking all his life, I'll put him through culinary art school, you know what I'm saying? And and give him a position within an organization. If I got a homegirl that know how to do hair, I'll build her a salon. 50-50 venture, we can split in half, but I can't just give anybody, oh, like, oh, you need $100,000, I'm going to give you $100,000. I can't do that. And <clears throat> I hear you, and I think it's it's good and it's ideal to set people up. But I think in an instance like that, you're setting people up how you see fit, and that is where I think the issue lies because sometimes people aren't fit to be set up. Sometimes people aren't, you You can't make somebody a boss if they're a worker. You feel mm-hmm. me? Like, mm-hmm. and it is ideal. Like, mm-hmm. all right, you're my family, you're my friend. Um, you ride, like, mm-hmm. I'm here. I want you to be here with me too. Mm-hmm. But everybody is not built like that. Mm-hmm. And I think your model um, would kind of like, it will, it, it's ideal for people who are bosses and everybody isn't like that. So but I don't think it'll necessarily at the, work. At the end of the day, what's, what's, the, what's, what's the, what's the, my, all right, my, my idea of thinking like that is, okay, I gave you a shot. You missed your shot. You blew your shot. This money is not like this money that I made on my own is not something that you've earned. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So I, I think I would rather give somebody a shot and say, oh, you blew that, than give somebody a lot of money and say, oh, you blew that. Because but if you give somebody money, it's like, okay, I blew that. I get I'm it. I'm going to come back. I yeah. get it. So it's like this. It's a situation like this. Say someone hits you up and they're like, I need, can you just send me, t- cash at me, $10, bro. I'm hungry as hell. 
That's petty cash. For this sure. Is just, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm giving an example. <laughs> look how rocky you look at me. Um, I need $10. Please, I'm hungry as hell. Mm-hmm. And you find out they fucking go smoke weed. Like, they, they cop or whatever. Mm-hmm. And you're like, I went and gave it to you for that or whatever. Mm-hmm. See, right there. Once, I mean, for me, because I, I used to be like that. Mm-hmm. Um, like, like this person isn't using it for this or whatever, whatever they say they're using it for. But I had to come to the understanding within myself. Mm-hmm. Once you release that money, it's gone. So mm-hmm. you're not supposed to give money that you can, cannot, um, afford to give away. Mm-hmm. That money is no longer accounted for mm-hmm. on your end. Mm-hmm. So whether you give that money away and you set them up, whether you give that money away and then go blow it, that's not up to you to determine. For sure, for sure. I think it's more. See, for me, it's not about like giveaways. It's more about building a mindset. Like, yeah, but some people can't. You understand if, what I mean? I, I, yeah, I feel you. I feel you. But if 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 you can't understand where I'm coming from, and you say, "Look, I like." I like, so say my homie like uh, fast cars. He studied them all his life. You know what I'm saying? He know about engines and all this shit. You know what I'm saying? If I can't, if I can't tell him like, look, Daytona 500, they, they got this, I, I can, I can build this, this little sub thing for you within they company. And they saying that you can be the head tech guy there. You know what I'm saying? All that. And if he say, oh no, no, I don't, I don't really want to do that. Okay. Then you can continue to live your life. As you live your life, I can't help you. There's nothing I can do for you because I'm not going to give this, give you my hard-earned money that I, yeah, I, I just, no, hell no. Okay. Hell no. But he doesn't necessarily have to want to do what you want him to do, though. He oh. don't, but you got to think of something. Like, you got to think of a way to make money because that's the real world. Like, at the end of the day, I don't believe that you can, I mean, I believe in, you can teach teach people how to fish, but you can't just give people fish. Especially after working so hard. Like I said, in the beginning, when I was young, in my 20s, yeah, blow it all. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I made this money. Uh, the ego come involved. I can make this money again. If I make a million dollars, I can make a million dollars again. It's, it's all ego. But after realizing in your 20s, damn, I got to work this shit into my 30s. And... I've really been hustling for a long time. So when it do hit, um, you can't give out handouts because it, it I mean, that's just not the way the world works. And that's not how wealthy people think. You know what I'm saying? It's just not how how wealthy people or people that keep money think. Like that's outside the realms of their thinking. And I study rich people. So yeah. Yeah. But I always felt like that. No, um, yeah, I don't in, know. in my later age. And like I'm- and I'm not disagreeing with you. I believe mm-hmm. it's a it's a it's a good model, mm-hmm. but it's not. I believe it's a good model. There is no but. <laughs> I will I'll say however, but always comes off as negative to me. However, it won't work for everybody. It won't work for all your family members that you want to look out for, all your friends that you want to look out for. Sink and or swim. Honestly, <laughs> I don't see you not looking out for people who you love. Uh, everybody that, that, that I know is an adult and I'm not talking about like, I'm talking about like overgrown, you know what I'm saying? My age, like they're not kids. So everybody that overgrown. I know, overgrown, yeah, overgrown. <laughs> like they, they have careers, you know what I'm saying? So it's just like on the flip side of that, imagine me 
getting a shitload of money and my man who's who's worked X amount of years, he's been on the same run I've been, but but he's in a corporate world. And I make I make X amount of money, say I make two million dollars, he make two hundred thousand dollars a year. I feel like it's a smack in the face of me trying to give him a handout. He worked where he was, and yeah. when he got to his position, it wasn't like, okay, look, I'm gonna give you some money to do something. Like at the end of the day, we 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 grown. We're like we're this grown men. And I think when people look at look at making it and and if you're a successful doctor, you make a million dollars. But if you're an entertainer or you do something other, people want handouts. But when you're a doctor, people don't look at it the same way. I don't think that's true. You don't I think? Mean, but I think you're, I'm, I'm not necessarily even speaking about people who are like making, say, they climb the corporate ladder and they mm-hmm. make it to 200 grand. I'm not necessarily speaking about those people who are well off like that. I'm speaking about the people who are, you yeah, know what I mean? Not really well off. Well, it's six. It's kind of doing. It's much better than yeah. We all live on the same. But I feel like we all, unless you're in poverty, poverty, poverty. I feel like we all live in the same, same fucking stream, bro. It's the same. It's all the same thing. If you can put food on your table every night, um, minus a couple other luxuries, we all live in the same. A, a house might be bigger or something like that. I feel like the higher you climb, the more money you spend. So everything balances out. I feel like you, if you're making two hundred thousand dollars a year, nine times out of ten, you make you driving a nice car, uh, you got a nice home, such and such. You yeah, know what but I mean? more money you're spending on um, trips, more money you're spending on that luxurious house or that. But that's just yeah. once. Who, you can make two hundred grand and live in the middle of the motherfucking hood and be happy. I think we we create we create our own. Well, uh, that I'm not. That's here nor there. I'm mm-hmm. not saying. I'm just saying someone who isn't making as much money, someone who is like like a family member who does ne- actually need help, someone like that. I wasn't really actually mm-hmm. speaking about someone who is making six figures. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you, yeah, you, yeah. I just feel like you got to be wanting to help yourself. You, know, if you need a bill pay or my life's about to get cut off. Those, that, that's, those are petty expenses. But for somebody to ask me a hundred grand, and it's not for a business. Like, what are you asking for hundred grand for? Notice you made up that number, okay? You, right. you made up these numbers and right. ran with it. 10 racks. Say 10 racks. What are you asking me for $10,000 for if it's not a bill? If it's not an overdue bill that, oh, they about to evict me, I need I, 10 racks. I, I could easily ask someone for $10,000 and go shopping and spend that yeah. very and easily. That's, and that's that's <laughs> not, and, and that's what I'm talking about. But like, if, that's the type of spending that I'm talking about. Like, no. No, listen, ten grand to, to go shopping where you can start a business with ten grand. Listen, but I, but obviously, if I'm spending ten grand, then there's much more where I came from. I'm not saying like I don't have nothing and I want to take what ten I, grand I'm, and go I'm shopping. Is people would ask you for ten grand and go spend ten grand in Louis, and that's not efficient. That's not going to get you out of your position. That's not going to do anything to help you. And I, I can't, I can't partake in that. It's just a my way of thinking, and I don't want you around me. Like get away from me. I hear you. I like, like your model. Yeah. I love it. I love it. Yeah, so, um, yeah. Is there any subtop t- topics to that? No, sir. Right, so let's move on to uh, what is this? Gender, gender roles, roles and relationships. <laughs> but you can kick that Do one you... Gender roles and relationships. Yes. So that's interesting. I don't think I got a chance to think about this. Do you believe in gender roles? 
do you believe that the woman i mean and it's so multi-layered like do you believe the woman can be the breadwinner do you believe the man can stay at home respectfully do you believe that um like it, traditionally we have these gender roles but do you still believe in masculine and feminine like mm-hmm. energy like because i that's i believe the gender roles are more based on masculine and feminine energies now versus like the the old concepts of gender roles where the woman stayed home and um was the homemaker and mm-hmm. the man was the breadwinner and the woman cooked and cleaned and I think I think um whatever fits y'all situation. You know what I'm saying? Like you come into a situation and uh your husband is is might be he might be working at at uh somewhere making seventy thousand dollars a year, right? Happy though. Like he loves it. And the wife could be making 150. Um, but in order to make that 150, she gotta stay at work longer. So she got more demanded hours, and he only worked five hours a day, then he get to go take care of the kids. I think that's a perfect situation. I don't think anybody should change that. I think uh uh a man should be able to be comfortable in that situation, um making his seventy thousand dollars not having to spend as much time at work and coming home, taking care of the kids and watching the kids and, you know, doing all that stuff. Uh, I think society um, is, I believe it's changing, but I think society kind of painted the picture of like the man should be the breadwinner, the man should be um, this macho, you know, um, all that. And I I, I just disagree with with that totally. So you would be okay with making if you were setting your career and your wife was setting her career you would be okay with making less money than her 100 percent. yeah one i mean yeah yeah hell yeah fucking real yeah yeah i don't see no issue with that i mean because like what would you that's ego like what you going to do okay like, so and that's why niggas be jumping off of rules now like like you can have a great job and then your your, your ego make you want to uh, make more to your wife and on the side you start selling cocaine. Okay. This dumb shit. So um same situation your wife's making more than you. You she she's she bears the child. She she's going back to work. She wants you to quit your job and you stay home with the kids. What are you doing? Um <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh quit for how long? What? Until them kids could talk and go to, I mean, for three, four years. If if you gotta take one for the team, but I mean, um, and you gonna be cooking and and doing the little girl's hair? Yeah, I mean, I can't answer that that question flat out because at the end of the day, I am a creative, so like, I will make a way to make money. I will start vlogging, and me and my kids have a YouTube channel while mommy at work, and we be making money. Okay, and you'll have no issues with having dinner ready and doing the, the baby's hair? Hell no. Okay. Hell no. Yeah, that's the job. That's the job, you know? Yeah. That's lit. That's what's up. Um, yeah. Yeah, I, I really don't see nothing wrong with that. But I... 
it just it just leans back to that 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 um men being macho and having to uh be tough and be the the breadwinner and like trust me I, I I agree with that I was raised like that but um after a while you start to see the destruction of the black male you know what I'm saying where it's like if a if a two year old baby falls it's like get up be tough you know what I'm saying like that baby can't cry for a, a, a baby boy um. If a, if a 12 year old boy get hit playing football and he bruises ribs and he sit and he's laying on the ground, get up, get up, get up, be tough. You know what I'm saying? It's just that mentality that leads to us um, be tough, be tough, be tough. By the time you're 18, 19, it could lead to you being tough out here. You know what I'm saying? Shooting shit, being, you know what I'm saying? So my issue is. I, I really don't fuck with that mentality. Yeah. And like with the children, the babies, my issue is like. 100% lies with those parents who like they can't like the, the boys can't play with dolls and stuff like that because at the end of the day these little boys these babies these toddlers they literally are just playing like they have no clue like it's like this grown ups tend to sexualize things mm-hmm. when that child I and mean, you actually think about it that child has no concepts mm-hmm. of these ideas that we are actually sexualizing mm-hmm. so even um another example and this is way off like people like oh i would never breastfeed like i don't want my my kid my son on my nipple like mm-hmm. that's dumb as hell mm-hmm. and i'm sorry if you feel that way if you feel that way cool i totally disagree it's dumb as hell mm-hmm. Yeah. Because like you're, That's nature you're, you're feeding your child How mm-hmm. you sexualize that And compare a baby To a, a man A grown man mm-hmm. Like licking that's your breast That's crazy Yeah That's yeah. Yeah. yeah That's wild That's wild You'll buy your son a Barbie So look Um If I And I don't have children If I was at the store and my son was like, can I get this? Like, I want to, I want to play with fucking Samantha, his little cousin who had Barbie dolls. Mm-hmm. All right, fine. Like it, what is that? You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So like, and then it's a whole idea of, Oh, that's going to make him gay. Like, uh, no, the fuck is not <laughs> like yeah, yeah, playing yeah, with yeah. a doll does yeah. not make a child gay. Yeah. Like, it's just it's crazy so um and then i i mean i you that was a good question you you put me on the spot and i just had to think about it but honestly i think that would be my answer um put me in a situation i don't know how that would change Mm -hmm. but realistically like that doesn't do anything for the child like doesn't make him soft like who first of all who cares if a fucking kid is soft like, mm-hmm. like you said, you want him to be hard out here. Mm-hmm. Show me what that gets you. Mm-hmm. But um, like what, 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 what negative effects does that have on a child? Yeah, yeah. Rather than being able to engage with another child mm-hmm. playing dolls. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So. Yeah, that, that 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 always been like a struggle. Uh, this um. How, how people come from certain areas like say okay let's say jay-z come from a certain area and he grew up hard his whole life and before you have kids you you're you're a millionaire a hundred times over and 
And how do you raise your boy? You know what I'm saying? Do you want to instill any of this street toughness in him? Because while I do believe uh, that shit is damaging, I believe it's a blessing at the same time. But I don't think it's something that you just instill in somebody. It's not something that you can just be like, here, right, I'm going to drop you off in Marcy for like the summer. You know what I'm saying? And, and you're going to have to survive out there. Like, because that's a crazy, you don't want your child to die. Um, Yeah, that those are things that, that I always struggle with. Like how much of, of, of ghetto can you put? Not ghetto, but like this, that, that black strength. Can you put that in your kid without having them go into the hoods you know what i'm saying can you instill that in other ways and i think you can yeah like chores and like yeah there's so many different ways because like even like now like you think about it like the term tomboy Mm -hmm. like societies have coined like certain sports and certain things for people to do and like literally put people in boxes so just because uh female plays basketball mm-hmm. a woman plays basketball a girl plays basketball yeah she's a tomboy right why yeah why that like yeah you, you know what i mean so those are the gender roles that i'm speaking of like you can be 100 percent feminine and like just because you play a sport just because you want to play video games and mm-hmm. like maybe you fucking grew up with brothers and like mm-hmm. that was your bonding time with your brothers yeah, like yeah. you know what i mean so it's just it's a lot of stupid ideas that still and i think that society is still getting a lot better but it's a lot of ideas that still like real weird and like the the uh, sexist a lot of this shit is outdated it, it's real there's outdated. so many people that, that that that's holding on to old ways you know what i'm saying and um yeah that's where we at with it right now yeah come on you got men out here wearing skirts like i don't think little boys should be yeah like yeah buy your fucking son a doll yeah <laughs> i mean if you want to if he wants it if he wants it i'm not i mean we only put labels and realistically, if you, buy, if you buy your son a Barbie and, 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 and he got a Benz at home, and he just putting a Barbie in the Benz and, you know, he with his, uh, I don't know what toys is, our Transformer characters. I don't see nothing wrong with that. Yeah. And realistically, I don't see you being out, having your your child mm-hmm. out at a store. Mm-hmm. And if you had a son picking up a toy and you saying, no, you can't get that. And you're... Yeah. You're like a manly, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like that's way outdated. That shit is dumb. Yeah. Mm-mm. Yeah. That's true. That's true. And um, one thing I wanted to you you talked about the breaking of a man, like um, black men. Mm-hmm. And I think um, yo, talk about being outdated. You you bring it makes me think of the Willie Lynch letters. Mm-hmm. Like it's four hundred years of of oppression. Mm-hmm. Told you how to break a black man down, how that would affect the family, how the woman will look at the man, mm-hmm. how their sons will look at their mothers and and their fathers and why like black women are so strong the way they are today. Mm-hmm. And one of the reasons why I say like I still do believe in um and masculine and feminine energies because like if you're in a relationship I still do think that you need that mm-hmm. so because um there's a relationship and there's um a woman 
I saw that too. I saw that in a relationship, a, a woman and a and a man, and she doesn't respect him because he she makes more money than him. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? So like, or he he's down and out and he can't get a job. Like that's that. If you still have that energy, that feminine masculine energy, mm-hmm. that's not going to mean anything. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So yeah. like it. Those letters, if y'all never heard of Willie Lynch letters, I mean, I, a lot of people have them short, sure, but they sure as hell taught you how to break down 400, 400 years. Mm-hmm. And like we coming up out of that shit and you see the difference now. Mm-hmm. Thanks. Thanks. All right. Um, oh, this is a good one. All right. <laughs> All right. The segue back. Well, the segue into this one. All right, siblings, mother, father, and kids. I'm pretty sure growing up we all seen it. Treating a mother or father treating one sibling better than the other or two siblings better than the other or having a favorite daughter or having a favorite son. I mean... Do you think that's the thing? You think it's a... Hmm... I mean, yeah, and we could also tie that into, like, the gender roles and how mm-hmm. parents look like, oh, girls, you do the dishes. Boys, take out the trash mm-hmm. or whatever. Um, or, and being more lenient with their sons mm-hmm. rather than their daughters. But um, I think that's a definitely a thing when the favorite child, I mean, there's a favorite child. I don't think there's a such thing as that in my family, but mm-hmm. um, other people's family for sure. I don't um, think I don't I really really don't think that's a thing. So you think it's the the child, the children feeling that that way rather than the actual parent? One hundred percent. Is this perception? I think I think it's just how you perceive that. Shit. But how about if there's more than one child who feels that way? If it's three children and two of the children feels like it's still it's still perception. It's still perception. Because <laughs> at the end of the day. I just don't see like everybody got to get raised different and everybody is raised different. And, 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 um, you know, like families, I think, all right, I'll take, I'll take my family. Right. I have a brother and a sister. Okay. So my brother was raised, uh, mom and dad, you know what I'm saying? Like, uh, kind of like happy home scenario. Like, uh, he do bad in school. He get punished. You know what I'm saying? Dad discipline. Dad discipline and all that. So by the time I was that age, uh, uh, I didn't. My dad was like my my parents had split, so they was kind of like focused on on, on, on rebuilding their own life. They still was young adults. You know what I'm saying? So. I think for me, it's two ways you can look at it. Because if I'm looking at my brother, I'm looking at it like, um, damn, you had you had that extra push. You know what I'm saying? Like, I was just out here. Like, you had the extra push. And if my brother looking at me, he probably looking at it, yo, you, did, they, you, you didn't have, uh, you, uh, like, you, you had it easy. You know what I'm saying? Like, you had it easy. And then when I can bring my sister into it, you know what I'm saying? Like, 
I feel like Jad, uh, let me not mention her, but I feel like she had the whole family. What happened? No, no, go I feel like she had the whole, uh, the love coming from everybody. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, I just don't, I don't believe in um, a favorite kid. Because then I put myself in, in, in my situation, like my daughter, like, if I had a son, it, it would be, if I have a son, it would be totally different. I would be a lot harder on him, but it don't mean that one. You would be a lot harder on him. Why? Because as, as a black man, you gotta. Um, it's certain things you gotta learn out here. It's a lot easier. Um, making it out. Um, I believe that you do have to cheat. I don't. I mean, I don't know about the favorites or whatever, mm-hmm. but I do believe some parents definitely do have favorites. Um, I do believe that you do have to treat children accordingly. So, um, if I am, if I were a child that you didn't have to push mm-hmm. and naturally, um, studied and got good grades and did what you asked me to do, mm-hmm. of course, you wouldn't have to do the same things that you did with my rebellious younger brother, mm-hmm. obviously. So, um, but I do think that's it's a struggle. I think um parents do struggle because um you got the the boys, the girls, and like how do I um raise these children without making one feel away because mm-hmm. girls can't do everything boys do. Mm-hmm. I mean supposedly. Mm-hmm. And boys can't do everything girls do. Like how how do you deal with that? Like um is it looked at fair or, or you got um kids with younger siblings mm-hmm. like for instance if you have like a a six-year-old and mm-hmm. then the parent has another child now you have a six and a one-year-old mm-hmm. and the and, and, and hold on because it, it, it even further than that because when my mom had my sister i was 12 years old and i was jealous as Fuck is up and I think first I think that's very I think that's very weird. You I think do. it's weird. So my sister and these the, that the example I was about to bring up mm-hmm. is my sister. Mm-hmm. Um, but my sister has she had one is one of her children is seventeen, mm-hmm. and then Hamp is six. So when Hamp was born and Sue is 10 and she's acting all jealous. I'm looking at her like, you're weird as hell. You're too old. Honestly, that's honestly how I felt. You're saying a 10 year old is too old. I felt like she was very, first of all, she was a newborn baby. The baby. She was turning 11 the next month. She's 10. However, so yeah, I think I thought she was very weird because it's it's a baby and like you got to understand these children are very aware. They are um, very Mm -mm. aware these days. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. And it's not like she wasn't um, not getting any attention. It's not like she was a baby. Like yeah, getting no, all the it, attention, she I, was like. I think I think when you're that age, it's always hard because you're used to getting all the attention. You're 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 like I like I said, I was twelve, so I, I had her by two years. And when when my sister was born, there's like all the attention like just went away from me. You know what I'm saying? And I'm twelve, so naturally, I I think you you seek you seek uh you seek from other places. You know what I'm saying? So that I would. Started hanging on the corners. I started getting. I I started venturing into the streets because at home, 
the dynamic changed. My my mom and my dad always loved me, and they always, but it was just like I wasn't priority anymore. So it's like, yeah, you can start, you can resent somebody over that shit. So I'm I'm just never going to understand that because I um. I have tons of siblings mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's always been a lot of us and it's always been um, the focus was not anyone in particular. It was all of us. So when you say like you don't get the you, but it, I don't had, get y'all, that. Y'all had a different dynamic though. Yeah. 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 Y'all just had a different dynamic. But yeah, I, I think I think yeah, I think that that's a thing for all, almost all. If you got a, a kid that's a lot older than another kid it's probably going to be jealousy somewhere. I mean... And it's not, I think not, it's, it's not like jealousy, like I hate you. It's just like... No, sometimes it is. But I think it's more of a reason mm-hmm. to be more jealous if you're younger, if that age gap is smaller. So um, if my niece... Oh, God. And, all right, Hamp's six, Tommy's two now. Um, I wanted to bring this to treating the one child different. So mm-hmm. if you have, like, a, a six-year-old and you tell your six-year-old, like... Give the two-year-old whatever she wants because I don't want her crying. Like, mm-hmm. I understand why the parent may do it. Mm-hmm. Sure. But it's kind of like that right there is fucked up because that's sick. You're, what are you teaching that six-year-old? I mean, yeah, yeah. I, I don't think it's fucked up because, I mean, you could be teaching them balance. Like, it's an early crash course in life. You know what I'm saying? So is everything... Everything that you that you have, six year old, you gotta give this two year old now because you know at, at such a young age you look up to your older siblings, mm-hmm. so they're gonna want everything. But I think in a balanced home, you yeah. would teach your two year old from that such a young age. Like, listen, you can't have that. Uh-huh. That's such and such. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah, yeah. That that should just go back to dynamics because it's like. Me and my brother, um, like he never, he never, uh, and I think this is one thing. Like I wish I, I could have been earlier. I wish I would have been a lot nicer to my younger sibling. You know what I'm saying? Like I rebel. Like I don't know what happened to me. But my brothers, I, I know what it was. I was allowed to be out. You know, I was 12. You know, when my, when my mom had me, my brother was eight. So he still was a kid. When I when my, when my mom had my sister, I was like, I can just go out the door. You know what I'm saying? So I like, I didn't have to, I wasn't forced to, um, to, 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 to be, I wasn't, I didn't look at myself as a kid at 12. You know what I'm saying? And as far as my brother, like my brother treated me really, really good and shit when I was a kid. I used to follow him around. Like he never had like no issues with none of that stuff. You know what I'm saying? Like I used to hang with his friends. You know what I'm saying? All like all that stuff. And I think with my sister, it was like I was I was so um I was so much older than her, you know what I'm saying? And then it was it, it was she was a little girl, you know what I'm saying? And I didn't know how to be fragile. I was 12, you know what I'm saying? I didn't I didn't have no idea. So it was just like it was just a different, a whole totally different dynamic. But I I, I the one thing that I do say, like, I was able to take on a parenting role. But like I look at my, my sister as like my first child. You know what I'm saying? Like it's like because I was so old, by the time I was 15. And my mom working a full-time job, I'm 
come home from school. I'm going to pick her up from from daycare. I'm feeding her. I'm changing her. I'm 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 I'm, I'm putting her to, to bed. So it was like it just became like this father role after a certain time. And I think after that point, it just never you know it always been tight. You know what I'm saying? Like after after. You know, the three years of jealousy. Yeah, so <laughs> three years of jealousy. <laughs> so, yeah, I think it. Um, for me, I think it would make more sense if the um, younger child were jealous um, because, like, we're so close in age. I was just a baby, literally mm-hmm. just a baby. Mm-hmm. And, like, you know, and now here you are, new baby. Mm-hmm. But versus an older child, like 10, like my niece being 10 and you being 12, I like that's wild to I me. I think it's safe jealousy versus like crazy jealousy. And I think the older you are, like, cause you, yeah, just like, yeah. But you know, the crazy thing is Hamp is mm-hmm. so good with Tommy. Like mm-hmm. she, you don't see um, Hamp exhibiting any, behavior of mm-hmm. like jealousy honestly mm-hmm. I mean, i'm sure she does have those moments but mm-hmm. she's so good with her yeah 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 so i think that's that's it for the topic because i feel sick as fuck bro we gonna go knock these I'm about to die these um whatever <laughs> stuff is um i think i have a sinus I, yeah. we don't like to, i don't like to claim sick so yeah so all right, we're going to wrap this one up with a bow. This is episode number three of the We Different podcast. I am your host, Shell456, alongside my beautiful, lovely, amazing co-host, Eep. Uh, and we signing out. Peace. Thanks for, yo, thanks for listening. We love y'all. Um, Continue to tune in, support, and uh, show love when we put these joints on social media. Let's chop it up in the comments. You heard me? Peace. Right. Peace. Your arms look real, real ch- chiseled. Chiseled. <laughs>